Let's go a little bounce. I love that. Is that yeah. for a bar groove? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm all about bar groove. No, what does the tattoo mean? It's for November project. It's like every morning we say like, let's get a little bounce. It's like our like hype energy thing. And so when I was like, when I got this like four years ago, I was like, even when I retire, I want to be like have that same energy in the morning. So I like wake up every morning with like a bounce, like a kind of like like energy. pep in your step. Yeah, pep in your step. But now it is. Are we recording? Again, yeah. yeah. and we're live. We're live. And That's we're a good, live. Like, precursor into this whole thing. I know, because I let's saw. I saw. Let's get a little. I'm like, it could be. Let's get a little weird. Let's get a little crazy. A little yeah, wasted. Yeah. A little wasted. Fill in the blank. You know what I should do? Fill in the blank. Just like let's get a little, and then and then fill it in every day, like sharpie it. That would have been cool. That'd be like a really yeah. good icebreaker conversation starter. Yeah, let's get a little what. And then you have to fill in the blank. Yeah. And then you can yeah. decide if you want to keep having combo yeah. with them or you're like, yeah. that's just too that's, weird. Yeah, that's weird. I yeah. don't like that answer. No, I know. Kind of stole the idea. One of my friends has a uh, a tattoo right here. This is fun and with a checkbox. And every day he has to like check it off saying that he has fun. He had fun. Yeah. But what yeah. if you didn't? Then you're like. Well, then you just don't check it off. Sharpie. Like, sh- I feel like so defeated at the end of the day. Then it's like. Uh, or you just do it in the beginning of the day. Like you're like, I'm going to have fun I'm no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I have to. And you just commit to that. And the bar is just set so high. Yeah, and it's clearly like Wiley's like taking a shit in the morning because it's like right here, so you can read it in the morning. <laughs> so it's like fuck. we need we need a better tad. Forget our janky triangles. I know. Yeah, yeah like yeah. interactive tattoos. Interactive tattoos. Let's you bring that here. First. What would you do? Well, I don't know about an interactive, but I just know that some people right now are training for like the marathon, and I was just saying like a big accomplishment. Like I'd want it like across my forehead, like the twenty six point two. Yeah, if I ran a marathon, yeah. I'm getting that tattoo. Like, and I feel like that's a good conversation starter too. Just look at my accomplishments. Yeah. Versus the teardrop. What does the teardrop mean? You killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a that's, that's I guess okay, that'd be a little trip. Maybe that would that's just like people would walk away. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, this is you could do this. So what I did in Seaport, I started a run crew in Seaport. And I, like, made this bet to everyone there, like, publicly, that if I got 150 people to a single run club, yeah, I'd get a tattoo of, like, the seaport, whatever seaport wanted me to, like, on my arm. And what did they? We got up to, like, 120, so it was close. But That's we never got up to good. 150. But, like, that was, like, a tattoo challenge. I Wait, so I'm really impressed that you got that many people to a run club because, oh, as we know, that is not an easy right. task. Everyone hates running. That We, we started to. a run club and people were just, maybe our audience just does not like running and you have more, more running audience. They like audience. to sip and they like I think, to yeah, I think, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's your audience. Like, you just got to play to your right. audience, so. It's we so also funny. had like free like Tuscan Kitchen, which was like and free drinks. So it was like kind of this huge thing. So we had like a free for the run too. club. No, it was free. Okay, so we're so we're learning free, free, and then you have to give them like a cocktail. And yeah, and so a and like then file for unemployment. No, like that's like, how. Did, how is one successful with that business model? I, I don't get it. Yeah, you just got to do it for, like, the love, the heart of it. You know? That's the thing about being a fitness professional or even, like, a content creator at this point is, like, you do so much for, like, free. And a lot of it, obviously, is you have to love it. And I totally do. Yeah. But, but then but I but that doesn't go to my landlord and say, <laughs> but I love what I'll I do. I'll get a tattoo if you. <laughs> um, this is our first guest in the Two-Tone World Headquarters. Really? How do you feel? I didn't realize that until Drum now. Drum roll, please. Yeah. I wasn't nervous until now. now until like, now. Yeah. You're in the hot seat. So this is like fresh signage right here? Yeah. Yeah. No, Very no, cool. we've actually had this for a little while. But yeah. like these are fresh chairs and like this two by two table like just came yeah. in just from, Amazon. from Amazon. For yeah. You. yeah. Wow. 
specifically. <laughs> I, I'm just curious, Leah. Like, did you look up like smallest table? <laughs> That's possible? exactly what I typed in. I have this friend that like sucks at googling. Like, you, <laughs> and you clearly <laughs> you suck at like Amazon. You can yeah. be a bad Googler. She's like, what? Like literally, <laughs> what is that thing called that you sit in and it goes near a table? Like, no, that's not a good Google. That's a bad Google. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I did. Yeah, as small as table possible. Yeah. Exactly. But anyways, rude of us to not fully introduce no, you. Yeah. Um, we've got Chris Capozzi here. He is a dear friend of ours. He's also the founder um, of Urban Productions. Yeah. And um, Lululemon curator. Yep. And he's Boom. also known as DJ Dukes. DJ Dukes. I th- you ha- you're on my phone as Chris Dukes. I appreciate that. You're Chris yeah. Lulu, but, you know. That's fine. That's yeah. good. I'll take both. What are I'll we on your phone? Two well, tone. You, you have, like, both toner, toner one, one and toner two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you know who you're texting when you're texting us? Yeah. I yeah. have, like, a little S and L next uh, to them. So okay, it's like, yeah, yeah okay. no. But that's just, like, in the, like, the third line. You know how there's a third line down on your text messages? Yeah. yeah. Contact, like, you, that's the third line. The biggest thing is like two tone one. Otherwise, two-tone. it like doesn't really matter. Like, getting, I just know I'm talking to two tone. Well, we got yesterday like so we'll get the twin thing obviously. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday we got oh you guys have been coming to this gym and teaching at Equinox forever and I thought you were the same person this whole time. Really? Someone said that they're like I literally thought you guys were the same. person. That's the first time that's happened. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Well, it was kind of funny. And then after a few drinks, then she started to she proceeded to say, "Oh well, you guys are part of my pitch. Like when I get people to join the gym, and we're like, wait, but you thought we were the same person." Yeah, and the story kind of unraveled. And what was that pitch like? We have these two like Instagram sisters, and then we're like, "Do you even know our handle?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "Well, this so that's why you're your pitch." You need to work on that pitch a little bit, but. <laughs> um, Chris. But if you were to pitch yourself, like I feel like I did an okay job, but let's let's hear your what elevator you pitch. I'm like very like. You're so humble too. That's oh, part wow. of his oh, pitch. Now I have to be humble. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, but yeah. I don't no, want no, you to no, be no. humble. That's no. why I'm like setting the stage. I think for like you. the thing I always like like to say is like I wear a lot of ton of hats and like I physically wear a ton of hats, yeah. but I also yeah, like that's your signature I just like to like have a lot of things going. I'm like someone that um I get bored very quickly with things. And so I like to have like this is like my DJ thing. I like to have like a lot of tables spinning at the same time. You know? It's like yeah. just kinda like that's the way I work and like that's where I hear like the music, you know. Have you always been like that? Yeah, like since did, day one. Did you go to school? Did you go to college? I went to school for architecture. Okay. So big, like yeah, so degree then, like, from where I was. So if you were like yeah, gonna redesign yeah. this place, like I feel like you probably have a few. No, I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you. Design, I'm like I can't <laughs> stop looking at the design. Yeah. The, the wallpaper, here. like I already took like seven hours. Oh my god, the yeah. stick on wallpaper, horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I got over. I was yeah. eager. To be that is real marble. On. So you wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. Like well, this was one of the things I wrote out down on the notes. I said, like, wear different hats. Where? Well, no, but I said <laughs> hustle culture. I think you're like yeah. literally the face of hustle culture yeah. in Boston. Yeah. I don't think I'm the face of hustle culture in Boston. No, I, I think there's I a lot of people. It right but here on this podcast. All right, well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Official. Um, yeah, I just think it's like sometimes I don't even know what I get up to, but it's just like. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't. And so this gets into something that I've, like, talked about with myself for a while. And I'm, like, now owning it that, it, like, imposter syndrome is so real. So real. Definitely. Like, I just say yes to anything when I've never done it before, when I have no idea. And I'm, like, I will figure it out. And that's my challenge, right? That's my challenge to, like, just learn whatever I need to do. And I'll figure it out. And, like, I feel like that's gotten me really, like, crafty, right? I'm, like, I'm going to figure it out and, at, like, be agile in the moment. and Like, so many opportunities. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's a really good way to, like, network. Speaking yeah. of saying yes to things, I agreed to bartend this past weekend. Like, why did I? I agree you didn't to tell that? me that when I asked. I did not. Yeah, I was waiting for the podcast to yeah, like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but 
I don't like, I don't know. That's one thing that like, if you don't know how to do it, if you don't know how to make a Manhattan or espresso martini, like a high end bar, like I just, I just, you're either a restaurant rat or you're not. And, and I you are just, not. that's rudely. I've seen it. The bar is going to listen to this I've and then know that I'm a you fraud. Were listening to Wait, so you, did you actually bartend? Well, yes. And one of my friends was like, just pretend like when they ask if you had just say yes. And like, that is like a horrible idea because then how bad does it look when their espresso martini like has like has gin in okay, it. Okay, so let's play through this. Like, what what were, like, where did you, like, did you feel like you fumbled at all? Like, what were the... I mean, I think I had to come clean, like, a little bit. Like, I feel like the story, like, started to, like, kind of, like, unravel, yeah. like, as people started to, like, yeah, order yeah. drinks throughout the night. But I really tried to be almost, like, play up my strengths, in yeah. a sense, and, like, be like, okay, well, I'm, like, a hustler, and, like, I'll take, like, the gin and tonics, and then I'll, like, go around and clean up the tables, and, like, that was yeah. kind of where I, like, thrived, yeah, and, like, yeah. do the running around that people didn't want to do. Yeah, yeah. But, like... Scrappy. That's what I was really you. scrappy yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah, that's how you gotta be, is you're, like, scrappy. What's your drink of choice? Like, if you were kind of come up to the bar? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Give, I'm wait, more say of a it, don't, like... Make it like a little complicated so then Shay can guess the ingredients. This, no, this is horrible. Oh. Then, okay. No, well, mine's like try. pretty simple, but like okay. I'm more of like a Manhattan. So, what's in that? Yeah. Okay. What's in a Manhattan? Um, is it whiskey? Yeah. Okay. Whiskey, vermouth. Yeah. Um, a cherry at the bottom. Yeah. And is that it? That's pretty much it. I think that's it. There might be one other ingredient that we're missing. <laughs> Well, I haven't had but my second day of training, so like this is yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah, but exactly. so here's the thing, right? So like I, that's like good practice, though. Is like, what do you do in those moments of like fumble? You just act like you know what you're doing. You just right. have to be so confident with it. Yeah, yeah. And if you miss an ingredient, be like, oh, sorry, like we ran out. Like you just kind of like right. roll with it a little bit, you know? <laughs> well, when we were bartending a wedding, we were like, oh, like in the Moscow meal, like we usually make it with um, tequila. Yeah. What do you have it with? <laughs> so you're bartending a wedding? <laughs> so you have bartended. Basic, well, like we were supposed to just be opening like well, beer and wine. Yeah, so, yeah. Like when it got cocktails, we were like, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just turn it back on them. Well, what would you put in this if you have the choice? I guess. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's weird. But it's a good story at the end of the day. Definitely. Right. What's yeah. like the craziest gig you agreed yet and said yes to? I'm gonna hold it because I have a story that's very similar to what you just okay. shared. So I want to go and then I'll remember okay. that okay. question. Sure, but shoot. um, so I went to bartending school for like it was like a weekend thing you go and like to get so like your bartender license no i'm not me. so i like whatever probably was hung over for i was it was like junior year of college so i was like pretty pretty like on the rocks of like what i was gonna do and so yeah, i was like i'm rocks. gonna do this and then i decided to move to italy for like a year i didn't know this yeah so i moved to italy and like my first night there i just freshly off of like this like weekend bartending class and so i was like i'm a bartender yeah so the first bar i walked into in florence like this like a little hole in the wall called the Josh Retreat, and I was like, I'm a bartender. And they're like, awesome, get behind. I've literally been to that bar. Have you really? Yeah, I, I studied abroad in Florence. When? Maybe what year? you were my bartender. What year? Um, when did I go? I must have gone 2014. Okay, so a little bit after me. I was 2010. Oh, uh, okay. So, but the Josh Retreat, so that. You left your mark. I left my mark. Okay. So I went there every night after that. Because so they put me behind there. All my friends were there. I'm like pouring shots, like mixing the shot glasses. Mm -hmm. Like literally like there was more alcohol on the counter than ben in the glasses. Yeah. yeah. But it was like they just didn't care. Like the owners were super awesome. They were there. And after that moment, though, like that was our bar. Like they were like, oh, these Americans, like they're cool. They're here. And so yep. we went there every night and then they would like they'd have their like last call at like one thirty, shut the gate and then they like leave the gate like pre slightly prepped open. And we'd like sneak under and like stay there like four or five in the morning drinking with them. But like that wouldn't have probably happened if I didn't pretend like I was a bartender. Right. Really like put on a show that was That's like amazing. not a good show. Just a it was show. like cool. But like 
it's cool you know it's but a good story appreciate it yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you just gotta like own it yeah at well, one point someone did come over and they're like you look like really nervous and i'm like i'm not gonna lie like, yeah i am yeah yeah and it's like i'm giving away my secrets right so yeah. what was the other the craziest thing crazy i've said thing. yes to yeah um that's a good one um i've done a few like travel travel things that i've said yes to like i'm capable of doing like video this is before i was into video before into photography yeah like i've said a lot of things to like that i have like my drone license i don't have my drone license i probably shouldn't be sharing that but like someone hired me to go to france oh of course i'm gonna be like and i I was like yeah i got it i literally like and they were like we'll pay for everything and i'm like great like i'm just gonna buy all the equipment i need because it works itself out like that's a trip to france right so i get all this stuff don't have my drone license i'm going out into like now international what, are yeah. you like Terrid- so nervous or you're one of those people who's just like mm, well i have this video from it where like i'm going out and right and like i'm like oh going over this like small town in france like you know it's beautiful and then all of a sudden i see like two cop cars like in my drone Stop. coming and it like lights are flaring they're like and it's like one of these like charlie Chaplin films where they're like going so fast down this thing and i just am like dropping the drone down as quickly as i can my it's heart. like still have the video because i didn't shut off the recording and i just like pick it up and just start running down this like canal in france like and i was like and i was like i don't even have the video like because i didn't think i like got it and i like made a video from what i whatever i had but i was like i so i was you, not capable of doing that paid? yeah they loved yeah. it they loved it it was great i just made it work but it was like one of those things that i was like i was not i was way out of place you know there, there are definitely two different kinds of people, though. People who would, like, absolutely panic in that situation, like me. I can't lie. I have such a guilty conscience. Leah is, like, such a guess. weenie yeah. about everything. Yeah. You know, like, you will, like, go to a free event, and they'll, like, give you, like, one, like, whatever, like, free candy. And, like, yeah. and I'll be, like, take, take another one. She, like, she'll be sweating the whole event. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't. And, and she'll, like, have to go up and confess after. She's like, I just, like, I, I took the second one. Take it back and take my first one back, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't lie. Like, I don't say – if they're like, hey, can you fly a drone? Like, I can fly a drone. I know how to do it. Right. Am I – if they were ever to ask me, like, are you licensed, I'd have to say no, right? Right. But you so just those don't things get I'm just like those details. I don't get into those details. Like, they ask if I can do something. Yes. Like, for instance, like, the first wedding I DJed, they were like, have you ever done one before? And I was like, no, but I can right yeah and i know yeah. i can i've done so many things like let's and it was one of the best weddings i've ever done it was the first one. one person to say yes to and then you have that experience like how are you supposed to get that experience yeah. if no one says yeah. yes to right. you exactly so out of i guess video um video content creation yeah. i'm gonna just group that together as yeah. one yeah. um djing and i guess leading leading run club like what is what is your passion like what if it's you had all, to pick one it's all of them i don't think i could pick one because then I would, I would hate it. Like, it's just like if I do too much of it, then I'm like, I get, it's, it's like the board head. thing, then I'm over it. Okay. That's why I can't have like one steady, like the idea of a profession, like what am I one, what's one thing I'm good at? Like I, I wouldn't do well. Do because I'd be so. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it messy? <laughs> is it, is it updated? It probably hasn't been I'm updated like, since like 2011. <laughs> and what, so, what's on your LinkedIn? I think I had updated because we were like trying to hire for my current like role. Okay. So they were like, you need to actually update this. And I was like, all right, fine. But it's still like really, I think in mine, I have like spray painted like shirts on there. I have an orange backwards cap. Like it's so unprofessional. I, I think that. I have a bow tie with this like spray painted shirt. But like it's, it's an like, eye catcher. Yeah. I, maybe an eye catcher. But. All right. I'm like, I need to update my LinkedIn. Right. But I feel like your version of LinkedIn is all in person. And it's like networking. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like events through opportunities. Yeah. yeah. I don't have like business cards. I don't do any of that. I don't have a resume. Do you have a website? I'm working on a website, so okay. that's like yeah, that in I the next few weeks. You. Yeah, 
Yeah. That makes sense for you. Yeah. Are you going to design your own website? Yeah. I'm doing it like start to finish. Rad. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. But I guess advice for anyone who is kind of like looking to in-person network, like what are your like go-to like three tips for someone who really wants to like network and is in a new city? Um, I think, I think I've already kind of said one, but like saying yes to everything. Okay. So yeah, I just think like you just never know who you're going to meet in those. And like, I guess this kind of leans into number two, but like, just like, don't, don't ever like close off someone for like, Oh, I I don't, I wouldn't connect with them or I don't know if they're ever going to like, I can't tell you how many times I've like met people like five or six years down like ago. And now they're coming back and being like, Oh wait, I need you for this. And like, it's just like, you have no idea where those connections will bring. So like, I always just like keep the doors open, right? I never try to close a door off. And so I think that's number two is like, just because they might not be someone that like right now you're doing something with, or right now you're connecting with like, who knows like down the line with right. this. Just being a good person be. to like anyone you meet. I feel like you're definitely yeah. like one of those people. And like, I don't know. I, you see so many, like, I'm not even going to say like, but just like fitness professionals, you go in and you don't even like say hello to the maintenance staff that's cleaning up your room. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. but like those are the people that are really going to like help you in the long run. Yeah. And you never yeah. know like when you're going to meet them. Exactly. So. And then three kind of probably like encapsulates all that, but um, it's like the energy you put out is like the energy you're going to be interpreted so as. True. Right. So like, even from like at a coffee shop, the way that you treat the barista or the way that yeah. you treat someone at like wherever you're going, like they're going to notice that people are going to notice that you'll probably start a conversation with someone. And then all of a sudden, like this today, I had a camera in hand. I was walking across the street and someone came up and they were like, oh, what kind of camera you have? I could have easily just said, hey, this is what I have. And then walked away. And just like that's yeah. in Boston, especially oh, yeah, like people are like heads down in their phone. They're like, that. great. Yeah. It's like, great. That connection didn't go anywhere. But then all of a sudden I started a conversation with this guy. I don't even know where he was going. He probably was just following me because we were having such a great conversation. We walked for like 15 minutes, got his Instagram. Like, and now like, who knows where that's going to go? Yeah. Like, and, and it's those kind of things. It's like probably, well, yeah, maybe, you know, I, I feel like people are just like so shy and, or I don't know if it's shy or closed off in Boston where like no one's willing to like stick their toe outside of that comfort zone. Like if you see something cool or like if you're curious about something, like don't be creepy about it, but ask, yeah. Yeah. but ask, yeah. like it can't hurt. Yeah. And I think the big thing is like, I've seen so many, like even today, like people in front of me at like the coffee shop, like they just like, don't treat the other person like a human. It's no. just like, Oh, right, great. Like, give me this. And then I'm out of here. Like, yeah. how could you make their day with like two lines, which is like pretty easy to do. And it doesn't take too much. And, like, that could really make their day because they probably see so many people coming right. through. And that makes you stand out a little bit. So then all of a sudden, like, you're at an event. You're at, you say yes to something. You go there. You make someone else feel, like, special. I think mm-hmm. that's just where it, like, starts to, like, it's all connected. Like, it's just all, all kind of works effect. together. Yeah. Um, but as far as you getting involved, not only in, like, hustle culture, but what about, like, wellness and, like, fitness culture? Like, when did that kind of start? Yeah. Um, so it was super uh, – like rewind like back to like 2013 i just graduated i just came back from argentina so i lived in argentina for a little while did like grad school yeah um and i really didn't know what i wanted to do so i went down to martha's vineyard and i was like i'm gonna bartend (laughs) back to the bartending (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i was like full circle right um and they asked me like have you ever bartended and i had bartended at this one bar in italy one night and i was like yeah i've bartended before like that's uh, like you're not not lying not lying but i'm like and so they were like great we need a bartender like bar manager so i wasn't even like necessarily like serving drinks i was just like doing like connecting and like like i poured some i poured some messy shots yeah so i just did that for like a while and um that's when i really started getting into fitness so i one of the guys that came in there that was like talking to he was a boxing instructor down there um and it was literally like 
this guy he's like one of, i mean he's the one that like i would say like i was never into fitness before never had coaches never on sports teams he was like my first coach right um he was like yeah he's just like coming to my like come to my house i have a boxing gym like in my garage 20 bucks an hour like i'll do like private training with you so i did it was doing it like one day a week started doing it like two days three days and it's just like loving it and then he was like go on runs on your off days and i hated going for runs so to kind of just like be like he's like just go from telephone pole to telephone pole like literally like even if it's like out and back that's a run right like what (laughs) classifies you know so i started i'm getting so winded like literally running down the street and being like fuck this how does anyone that's gonna be my next tattoo is like telephone wires like you know connecting yeah around there um yeah i think that's gonna be one of my next ones and then flash forward to you having a run club with 120 people right right um but that's also a funny story so i moved back to boston was living with one of my best friends from high school um and he was a big runner so we started going on like runs together like it was just him and i and then he got injured two days before he was going to do one of those like new york runs to boston and it was like with like like 12 people on the team so you run end up running like 24 miles maybe in like the course of 24 hours so it's like you can kind of like break it up however you want of course he was running like the longest ones i had never run like more than like five or six miles but he had like a 10 mile a 12 mile and like a six mile so i'm like you need to fill in for me me. so i get in this Uh, like van uh, with like uh, 12 strangers have no idea what's going on and like kind of say again saying yes to them just like connecting with them like yes i've run before yep. <laughs> yes yep. i mean i was like stripping down with these people you know like in this car like had no idea who they were but then like that's that's who introduced me to the run crew run crew like workout crew november project um and so they were telling me like they were like the way that you connect with us you just gotta like go so i just started showing up there and like i remember like the first day i was like headphones in didn't talk to anyone same like boston vibe like i'm born and raised boston so like didn't talk to anyone like, people talk to each other yeah but the guy who started it was like literally like called me out for that he was like i go on the subway and everyone has their head down on their phone on a newspaper like yeah. not connecting he's like i'm from the midwest where people like embrace each other with hugs they like smiles you know um and so that's where the culture really came from so that really like forced me out of my own comfort zone a little bit and just like tried it more and get like gotten good practice with it um and then like two years into that they asked me to lead it um as like the founders were stepping down they had some like um three other co-leaders that came in for like a short amount of time and then um they asked myself and like one of my good friends to lead with um one of my like now best friends so yeah so wild yeah but i was like at that time i was like in an architecture firm like did the nine to five Mm -hmm. like like collared shirt tie every day to work and i was just like i this is not me do you ever miss the like stability that kind of came with working with nine to five (sighs) no i don't think so I don't no think so. No. I just think for me, it was like too stale. It was like the same people in an office every day. And like, I need to be connecting with other people and new for like relationships and like just constantly like keeping fresh and also building the, the relationships I do have. But just like I had four people that I worked with for five years. Like I was just driving myself crazy, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I think, I mean, I think the one thing about like leaving a nine to five and going on your own and kind of like entering into hustle culture is like letting go of that like steady paycheck is like always really scary and then like yeah. experiencing maybe some of that like uncertainty at, at first um but i mean i think it's the best decision i don't know leah what do you think that we've kind of like ever made as far as just like you get to do the things you want to do like everything in your day is because you said you. yes to yeah. it yeah. yeah and my job right now is is awesome too because like i do have a 40 hour a week gig but it's not a traditional nine to five where i'm in there it's like 
we're managing, I'm managing a space where it's like truly like a community space where I'm having new people come in every week. Like no week is the same, Yeah, you know, it's just like, and it's not like nine to five. Some mornings are early, some mornings are late. Sometimes it's weekends. It's just like all over the place. So that keeps it fresh for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool. I feel like we haven't talked um, about that yet, but yeah. I guess people obviously know the brand Lululemon. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay yeah, with this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, Lemonhead. Lemonhead. Do they call people that wear Lululemon Lemonheads or is that just... I think it was like, that was like... That did you just make that up? I think that was a while ago. Okay. I feel like that's that might no have been. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not like it was like official. Lemon. You're a sour lemon. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank We've you for that. We've kind of grapes today. Yes, we do. Owning the grape look. We're none of us are wearing. No, this is Lulu. Oh, shoot, we should have been wearing Lulu for this. No, all right. But sure. anyways, okay. Tell us a little bit more about what you do for Lululemon. Um, so the role is like a curator, and so um, it's a small like. There's only like five of us in the company right now, and it's it's truly just like it's heavily in community um, in the cities we're in and in the spaces we're in. We just have these like really like ex- what they're deeming as like an experiential store um there's like either a cafe or like a food element there's a movement element and then um just like more of like a connecting space so we have a cafe and a yoga studio which we don't do as much yoga there anymore it's truly just like a open space for anyone to kind of do whatever you know program they want to um and then we we basically just like work with people to i i like to think of it as like a little bit of like the Walt Disney theme of like making your dreams come true. So if someone comes to us and like wants to host something, we want to make it happen versus like mm-hmm. a traditional gym where they're like, this is the program. This is how you have to do it. And like, you can add your own flavor into it, but it's like, this is what we're like top yeah. down a little bit. So we're just like, great. What do you want to do? Like, and then we make it happen, you know? That's so it's amazing. Cool. You have a lot of like very like entrepreneurs. Like I feel like that go into that, um, yeah. into that space. Yeah. yeah. I know some people listening probably to the podcast are people who would maybe be interested in working for a brand like Lululemon. What do you think it takes to like kind of get involved with the brand? Um, I mean, they're obviously um, so retail heavy. So I think it's like getting your foot in there and understanding that first. Like I had to start when I left my job, I was going to be like the store manager of a retail. Like I didn't know this is like what I wanted to get into, but I thought I had to move away for it. And it like sort of just like naturally happened that this was coming to Boston. So I got really lucky on that front. But um, it is definitely like a retail heavy, but there are opportunities for like community things um, if that's what your passion is. And obviously, like there's a ton of other like avenues to go down, especially now with like as the brand's expanding so much. So. So do you recommend like if someone wanted to get involved, like starting being like a retail like associate, associate and just kind of going <laughs> bottom to top? I mean, that's that's one way. And you can also see sort of like what else is available. Right. Like right. if there's other other things. Um, yeah. I mean, there's always jobs and like they're always creating. And like in the last few years, I've seen their grand, brand grow so much. So it's been really cool to like see that happen yeah. um, and taking on all these new like projects. And like now they're into like footwear and now they're into like you know, the studio and the, you know, the former mirror, like that platform. So, um, it's cool to see that happen. Right. And it's cool to see like us expanding as a brand. Um, and so there's like so many ways to get involved. And what I can also share is that it might not even be that way. Like we've had a few people that have worked with us, like start as like, they were like, Hey, we want to start a dance program in the space. Right. So you rented out the space from us, got to know the team and then ended up like wanting to work just in that space upstairs. And like, they just got to like, you know, obviously we knew them and they had like the, the application and stuff like that. So I feel yeah. like sometimes it's like showing up as that person before you actually are that person as far as like, you're like, okay, like I am like, even though you aren't a Lululemon ambassador yet, it's yeah. like wearing the clothes, showing up to events with Lululemon, like getting in yeah. front of the people. And then people are like, wait, like 
Okay. Like yeah. Gets, gets the vibe. Yeah. I think it's also like, I, I think it is a brand that allows this. And so I'm not sure. I can't speak to like other brands, yeah. how much they do it. But like, you're able to sort of like create what you want to a certain extent right. and get up to the things you want. And so when I was in, on the retail side, knowing that I wanted to get into like more of like an experiential curation community thing, like that's what I was doing, right? I was leading the like Lululemon Run Club in in seaport and, and that's the one asked to do or is that no that's what i sell yeah i took upon myself so i like definitely had to step outside of what my role was to do that right but that's how you and get like, experience you weren't necessarily getting paid for it. like what yeah 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 you don't even yeah. need to get into the details but it's just like accepting like okay like if I, if this is something if i want to be here i gotta get here here and here first yeah yeah i mean we were talking Great. about it like right before this it might have been like as we we're transitioning yeah, the podcast yeah. right like how instructors work for free all the time it's like you kind of have to do those things to get to know Your people dues, to build a clientele yeah, yeah. no we're part, learning part it. of building yeah. a business yeah um, but you surround yourself with obviously a lot of fitness professionals, one of them being, um, your new wife. Yeah. Um, can you walk us through, I guess, a little bit about how you guys met? Yeah. So we, uh, actually a good friend from Lululemon introduced us. She was a instructor at Revd, um, previously and then moved cycling studio. Cycling studio yeah. Um, which my wife instructs at, and then she jumped onto Lululemon. And so she was working with me at the store and like the first week the pandemic hit i was like bored out of my mind and and this is actually this is you in a pandemic it was bad it was like i was yeah, like okay like, what, what can i do? do i was like can yeah, I video, yeah can i video you like, sitting on your couch <laughs> yeah so this is actually when i started getting into video work because i was like i need to like there was so many exciting things happening during quarantine so many exciting <laughs> things well i was like okay what can i do so i actually uh non-profit reached out to me and they're like i've seen your photography can you do video this is one of those things i was like yep i like took a class on it and college so yeah, yes sure. i can do it yeah. there we go so i like started doing videos for them and then um a few weeks into the pandemic i was like i need to be doing something especially with a dj because like that was cut and so i was following this dj who was like streaming all of his live sets on instagram so then i like learned how to like live stream did that whole thing and i started like doing like three nights a week streaming my dj sets and so like i would just like have a drink and like on a friday night and just like play for a few hours on instagram and like made it a thing marketed it like i have like i was getting into like graphics animations like That's it was like so cool. basically like and i called it like club quarantine um or no sorry that was the club quarantine was the one that i called it quarantine quarters which was based off like this old school like new york club that was like underground and stuff i'm like all right i'm gonna steal that and like call it like quarantine quarters and just started doing these like like sunday morning like hip-hop brunch did like a late night friday like grand-esque like you know and you would do like instagram lives or i would do an instagram live i bought like flashing lights for my bedroom like and it was just like that i'd spin showing there showing up as the person before you are that person you're like, you're like yeah. this is the hottest club in boston 100 <laughs> percent his bedroom what? and then <laughs> people life. would like be like yo like because this was like and so then people in like our bubble when we had those bubbles were like coming over and being like yo can i and they would like stand outside the screen because we still thought it was like not kosher like or not cool to like have people oh, over God, so we were yeah. like they were on the other side like handing me a drink as we were like doing it and making it was like the funniest thing in the world but she started tuning into those saw them and then saw that my coworker like had like like well, obviously was jumping onto them too um so she reached out to her and was like hey who's this kid can you introduce me and so we went on our first like walk date that was like six feet apart it was like awkward. we were all in masks it was awkward you know it wasn't awkward but it was just like that like quarantine dating like how do you I date know. in quarantine i wonder you're making me think though i wonder how many people like stuck to those hobbies that they learned during covid in quarantine i know i think 
I've always wondered that because I still think of that. I'm like, when I was deep in the pandemic, I was like, wow, some of this is really great. We should hang on to some of this. Right. Like this, the time that and we I made for ourselves. I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Like, I think even like people's patience is just gone. Patience is gone. And I think yeah. we've like come back and like wanting to make up for like lost time and yeah. lost stuff. So we're like even more of this like go mode, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely yeah. like, yeah, no, I've noticed that like, just like the restaurant thing and the barista thing, it's like people like lost that like human touch of where, when we were just coming out of the pandemic, it's like, take your time with that coffee. Like, it's okay. Like yeah. life's good. We yeah. can be at a restaurant again. And now it's like, where is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy. I don't think we've like totally recovered as far as like people like going back to work and like. No, right. no. I think that's one thing that's stuck is like people like almost getting like really comfortable like being at home and like maybe being like. I know. I yeah. know. Being a loner. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah. you can't turn alone. But you can never. You can't turn alone ever. That's our. That's, that's our a cardinal rule. sin. <laughs> yeah. That. But that's crazy. You guys met during the pandemic, and yeah. now you're married. Yeah. So and what has like been two so and a half years? I feel like if you make it through the pandemic, yeah. then you are like so rock okay. solid. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, not every case, but for us, it was like, for me specifically, who is someone that was like so social. And like, I think that's where I've always struggled in relationships is like, it's like, they're not, they're like, not put for, yeah, yeah. And, and like, I'm f- like full taking credit, like blame for that. Like yeah. it's, you know, it's definitely something that like, I need to be social. I need to be doing these things. Um, and so the, pandemic forced me to like be inside right and to be and so we hung out all the time so was that a tough hurdle for you guys to like get through as far as like then making that adjustment to like you now being gone all the time and like having this or it was like kind of a nice change of pace i think it was a nice change of pace but i don't think it was like i think she always knew who i was and like and like appreciated me for that and also like yeah and so like and i think a lot of other relationships have always been like we're more competitive yeah it was like more competitive they were like he's choosing this over and and like i think that's where i knew like something was special because like Britt was like just go do it and like you know like i'm not gonna stop you from that and like don't don't get me wrong like there's definitely times where it's like okay like i make you know compromise i don't like to say sacrifice in relationships it's like all compromises yeah yeah. so it's like it's like yeah i make compromises like there are nights i say no to gigs now because i want to be home like that that's definitely something that's like come on yeah yeah you got the one Um, what's really funny though is like so that obviously went in a positive direction but leah like remember your quarantine boyfriend like i feel like you almost like started dating because you're like oh i got like you're like i was almost like convinced because there was like no one else there was no one else yeah Yeah, so you were my only option (laughs) yeah and then once things started to like kind of come back you were like wait i don't like like you as much as i thought i did right yeah yeah yeah. well that's i think that that's the other (laughs) end of it right yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, you're, these other things are more fun. <laughs> like, it, 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 as ruthless and mean as that sounds, and I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> or his family, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Eh, no one listened. Um, I actually have, a, like, a funny story, and I hope this person doesn't listen, because yeah. I went on, like, because uh, I was also, to, like, like I, literally, I like, there's so much, we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was really close with, because, um, like, so, like, Lululemon, like, basically, like, shut down their stores for, obviously, a while, and so, like, yeah. we were off for, you know, six or eight weeks um and so one of my like um co-workers we were like we're just like always talking just like keeping like you know in touch and so i she was like you just gotta get on hinge like because at that time i was like single and i was like whatever she's yeah. like you gotta get on hinge i was like ah, i like held back on the like online dating thing for so long and i'd like go on it a little bit and then be like no i'm not you know whatever yeah yeah i go back put it on pause um but there was like one and i remember um this like this like 
two days into us like going back and forth, she's like FaceTimes me. Oh no. Oh god. And she was like, I heard some like animals in the back of her like FaceTime and she had like she like slept with chickens no. in her bed. No. And like, Wait, like ducks and other stuff. Out? Well, because I said I was like, Oh, is that a chicken? She's like, Oh no, it's my like pet rooster. And it's like pet rooster. Oh, like and she's like, No, I sleep with it in my bed. And I was kind of like one of those things. So I sent it to this girl. I was like, am I crazy? Because I'm kind of attracted to this at this moment. She's like, I was like, because what else do I have? You know, like whatever. Yeah, but yeah. she's like, you're actually yeah. going. Ins- like, you're actually like not okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you need to just stop that. And I was like, yeah. And like looking back on that, I'm glad she gave me that advice. But it was like so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, okay, see, me and, and the she just owned me and the rooster. Yeah. She was like, yeah. Oh, I got excited about this. Yeah. Hilarious. I don't think I ever did like a FaceTime date. I just, I think you did. I did a FaceTime date. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think it was like uh, with someone from New York when I like then kind of moved back here and I was like going back and forth from New York. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It didn't pan out. It didn't pan out. I don't remember exactly <laughs> why, but it just like did not pan out. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of. I did the quarantine walk though. I definitely went on a few of those. Yeah, yeah. One guy like definitely like we went out to eat though, and then like. I don't know. Like, I feel like kissing was kind of like a no-go during quarantine. Like, I was just like, I don't know where you, especially on the first date during quarantine, you're like, we went on the walk for a reason. And then, yeah, I was like, like, shoved, like, he was just, he couldn't read the vibe and just like tongue down throat. Like, no. Oh, wow. She also got hatfished. And I feel like backwards hat is different, but guys wearing the frontwards hat, hatfished. Oh, yeah. They can totally totally disguise themselves. She's like, so we went on a second date. Oh, like. I'm wearing a hat, and, like, now he's, like, a four out of ten. Oh, Oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't listen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All these people. We're just going to. This is, like, a VIP session. You're just sending this to certain people. (laughs) He just, like, refollowed me on Instagram. That's I'm, like, afraid he is going to listen to this. He knows who he is. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I have a four out of ten. You're right. I've been taking that off since. Yeah. All right. So we talked about your Lulu. We talked about your content creation. What are some of the besides two tone training? Yeah. Recording us. What are the coolest videos you've shot for like the Boston area? Any like fitness events? Um, Yeah. Let me think. Um, He's like, yeah. We took away two tone training, so there was honestly now I just I don't know. I'm doing like I. So I, I have like two sort of modes. Like there's definitely like the business things that I do just to like make make money and just like support it right to yeah. to be able to, and i think like there's like a different passion for that and then there's stuff where i do where it's like a lot of like nonprofit work it's a lot of stuff like just helping people tell their stories um and i think that is where you find a lot of the, like the yeah, yeah yeah um i have these two things that i started pre-pandemic and i like honestly like they didn't go anywhere um, and I didn't even post them like they're not out there publicly, but I think they're like cool concepts. So another thing of me is like coming from my architecture background, like I love to like push the boundaries and like be like, okay, this is what people are doing. And like, how do I, how do you change that? Right. Like yeah. it's like coming up with another solution for things like creatively. So there was one where it was like, everyone was like, we have to stay six feet apart. Right. Which was like this negative tone. And I'm like, what could we learn from people that when we're six feet apart? Right. So I was like starting this segment of like, standing six feet apart from someone like what do you see what can you learn what can you like versus like being right up or like through like a screen so i started like interviewing some of like my close friends calling it like six feet apart um and like again it didn't go anywhere because i was like those creative projects i don't have time for right yeah um so like i just don't have like 
I don't like sit down and actually edit them. I'm just like they kind of just live out there, you know, on so my like hard drive. Like but the, like scraps, like yeah, like doodle paper in a sense. And then I was um I was a um ambassador for this like food company like three years before the pandemic hit, like probably like 2017. Um, and they were like they were like looking for fitness instructors to do like cool things, and I was like, no, like let's do other events. And this is kind of getting away from video a little bit, but yeah. um. There, it, it like does have a video component but they were like what do you want to do like we'll do like a boot camp class and then like serve our food afterwards right yeah. and i'm like that's just like everyone's doing that like yeah. it's not new right yeah and not to i'm not saying that as bad but i was like that's just like i want to think of something else because like again i don't think i'm going to be the best instructor at that i'm not going to draw a ton of people for that case so like well, let's do something do? Yeah. yeah so we did this um we did this like dinner event with their food that was called like musical chairs and so i invited like 20 strangers to a table and like put a speaker in the middle and like you sat down you were talking to people and when the music when i stopped the music like you had to like shuffle and like find a new seat bring your food and like we'd sit down and you'd like kind of like think and so it was just like this like kind of like musical chairs type of event to like I love and that. so then that was like one of their like wait I think so now i'm gonna pitch this to you yeah that i think we should do that but like we talked about doing like a dating like sip and strut mm-hmm. and i think we should do like the musical chairs version like you're like forced to talk to that person yeah yeah, yeah. with we need a, we need an epic food company but yeah like speed dating a little bit right yeah. but but no, do you think people would buy tickets to that i think so i think so like they want to see like who's gonna be there which i don't like love is blind love is blind yeah <laughs> i mean there's like yeah it's like a do you think real love life is version really blind I think can me. <laughs> like putting on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I gotta go with that one. Is love that was actually a really good season though. Did you watch? I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god, it's so good. We loved it. We loved it. It just came out, right? It's like fresh. Yeah, it's pretty fresh. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Is Brittany like reality TV? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We get along. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She loves it. Us too. We're like the trashier the better. Exactly. Melt my brain. I like I would watch it for sure, like don't get me wrong, but I just like when I it's like when do I find the time to do it? Like it's hard. Yeah. So I know. Our T V watching has gone down a lot. Yeah. Weird brag. Weird brag. Um, but thank you so much for coming to our home. I know. Yeah. This is awesome. God, this is so good. I don't and even I'm know like, if we like talked about anything. Like I feel like we're but it was awesome. That's you know? the best thing though. Yeah, like, people are like, right. What am I actually listening to? Right. Um, but hopefully you guys are able to take some tidbits away. Um, with that being said, since this is a Boston based podcast, Chris, where are your top three must go to spots when someone's in town and they're you're like giving them the tour of Boston? Like where oh. are you going? Yeah. For dinner, drinks, activities, Any- whatever. Yeah. Three spots that you know you're hitting that yeah. again. Your best friend's coming to town. What are you doing? Okay, so um, my favorite burrito place, I'm a big burrito person, so uh, El Plone. There's two locations, one in Fenway and one by, like, BC. Okay. So that, like, we just, you know, burrito. we have to go there. Okay, start Burritos. our day with a burrito. And then. Um, what else? Drinks? I feel like pre-covid i knew the spots i'd definitely go um actually um but here's the thing is like a lot of it's the people right and again this is probably it um pre-pandemic when i was like really like single going all the time like barcelona and south end would be my spot i'd go to all the time i knew the bartenders like you know like i'd close down a place with them so that you know but they're not there anymore so i don't go you know so i think that's that's hard great food though so i highly recommend it's not like top choice right now but um and then what else i'm gonna i'm just gonna go like favorite place to run because that's like another big obviously like part of my life um my favorite spot to run is like right 
around like and this is probably because i ran it so much but like right around the ica like seaport area like just the in and outs it's like the perfect blend of like urban like city you're gonna see people walking things like that it's not like a running route but it's also like beautiful views of the city you're in there like i feel like i don't love running like when it's like so far out of the uh, far out of the city like you know like i'd I'd go down like boylston street like all the time and just like people watch while i'm running but then there's like so many stoplights this is like the perfect like in and out no stops like you know so I'm like, th- as he's saying this, I'm like thinking, I'm like, okay, like I have like some of my friends are like the fitness professionals. I would like be so hyped if I was like, we're going on a run when you and visit. Some, friends some people would be like, you're off. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Well, I'm a packing my bags and turning around. Yeah. We, yeah. Could, we could walk through there. We yeah. could walk or walk. Walk or walk. Sip and strut. Um, with that being said, guys, thank, thank you so much. Wait, Chris, yeah, plug, plug yourself. yourself. Where can people find you? Um, so online, social media, uh, DJ underscore Dukes is my Instagram. Um, I will be launching, like I said, Urban Productions, which is like a website, Instagram, like that whole thing. So follow along with that because I think um, we're like, we, I'm saying where, but it's just me right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like you got to have that like brand personality, right? Yeah, like definitely. it's, it's yeah. where. Um, so we're um, really like launching, I think, like we became an official business last year and now we're just like... Hey fully oh, fully awesome. going so um we'll see where that goes like it's just another adventure so exciting Love stuff that. happening all right guys you can tone from home you can tone from your phone but all we ask is, is that, that you don't, don't tone, tone alone, alone. Bye, bye guys, guys.